Friday morning. Great Friday. What's the day? It's Friday. Yay! Yeah. It's Friday? Already? I am ready to be back on the air. We've got work to do. But we're gonna have some fun. Let's go. Ready? I was born ready. Come on. It's showtime. <laughs> Everything's running smoothly. Yo, yo, yo! Yo! What is going on? My name's Hartzell. That's Kitty. That's right. She it's your KC Morning Show, baby! And you be Friday, KC. What's going on, girl? How you feeling? How you living? Um, Better, I hope. Yes. Also, I just realized that this is the first time we've recorded the show from our new home studio and not out of the kitchen. Broadcasting live from the west side. Them acoustics, though. Not bad. It's really loud. I gotta say thank you because you did this. I did. Thank you, Kitty. Yeah. The room is awesome. The desk you put together. Y'all know me. I'm moisturized for a living. So the handy man is actually the handy woman of the house. She nailed it. Literally. I wear the tool belt in this relationship. Are we surprised? No. Sure are not. Sure ain't. Knock on wood. (laughs) I will actually knock on wood because it's sturdy. That's good wood right there, Kitty. Waking up to some good wood. Can't get any better than that, Kitty. (laughs) Happy Friday! Fridays on your KC Morning Show, brought to you by Charlie Hustle. What is that promo code? Kitang. KCMS20 for the freshest freaking fits on the block, dog. We so fresh and so Charlie Hustle clean, clean. KCMS20, 20% off in store, online. Text Chuck. Where you at, Chuck? Sorry about Wednesday. Kitty wasn't feeling so great, but we are good to go now, I think, right? Yes. Okay? I am feeling a lot better. Not so much rumbling and stumbling and bumbling. Yeah. All those things were happening. This is true. You were at war on Wednesday. Yeah, and there's still a bit of a battle going on in my lower intestine, if that is what it is. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. However, I was thinking the other day, God, life would be a lot easier if I was a doctor or if I was married to a doctor. And now I understand why mothers say, marry doctors. No, I totally get it. Everybody's got to have in their family a doctor, a lawyer, a mechanic. An accountant. An accountant. Nobody a teacher, ever, maybe. Definitely, actually. Nobody ever says DJ. Who doesn't want a family DJ? Because then you probably would have had to host, you know, all the sweet 16s and the this and That's the that. That's true. That's the technology umbrella. So if I'm the DJ, I'm also the one who gets the phone calls when the emails don't work, uh, when the phone needs setting up. My Wi-Fi! Hard song! Weepy! It's not working! Mother, I, I play Jack White songs for a living and I tell dick jokes. This is not my area of expertise. Have you tried restarting it, Mother? Hard song! Hard song! I think just being, you know, younger, like if you're under 35, I think people expect you to know how to use the internet like really freaking well. And not just the internet, anything with electricity. Yes, anything with electricity. People are like, (laughs) can you rewire this lamp for me? I'm sorry. No. No. I don't. I can't. I'm not an electrician. Uh, and now I know how to code in LimeWire. Oh, LimeWire. My first song I ever downloaded was uh, In the Club. Big Cent. Second song I ever downloaded was It's My Life, the Gwen Stefani version. There were just so many. It wasn't just like one or two and I tested the waters. I downloaded albums. 
but the early days of internet. Kids will never know what it felt like to poison your parents' computer, to watch them freak out as they lost every single file that mattered, and it's literally because you wanted to listen to Lady Gaga's disco stick. Was it worth it? It was so fucking worth it. It was always worth it, of it course. It was always the worth it. was always, yes. Shall we do a weapon-dealio? I mean, it's been the same damn thing for the last seven days. Uh, I don't know. Kid Rock said something like, I ain't seen the lines on the road in three damn days, right? <laughs> something like that. Something like that, what man. What for the poet that is... Mr. Kid, <laughs> Mr. Kid of the of the Rock Nation of House Rock of House Rock. Seventy six degrees on this overcast Friday. A stray shower, a thunderstorm is possible. If you thought you heard that yesterday, it's because you did. And also, you're gonna hear that tomorrow. And you see what I'm saying? You get the idea. Sixty eight degrees this evening on this championship best local podcast. In fact, best ups coming up pretty soon. The voting begins, I believe. Again? I know. I, I, I wanted to pull a 45 and just shut this whole thing down. Hey, we won and it's over. Pitch, you hear me? This is done. That's a wrap. Call it! And there's been so many podcasts have come Good out ones. since then. Probably better ones than ours. Stop. Uh. We we <laughs> are still the best. We're doing so good. You know, okay, no, no, no. Let me, hear, let me stop. Yeah, we are the best, Kitty. We are we the do best. Things like this, things that other folks you don't do. You can't take that away from us. Mm-hmm. The worst year of everyone's life, we were the best. And that. the people voted us the best during the worst year of their lives. They Love said, that. this is the best podcast. At everyone else's worst. Put that in your scrapbook. At their worst, at the world's worst, we were voted the best. Wow. Of all the shit, <laughs> yours don't stink quiet as bad. Nope. And I'll take that. Tomorrow's opening day at Worlds of Fun, so I am very concerned for how my day is going to pan out. It's going to be good. Are you saying that, or are you meaning it? Well, well, let me take a look. Let me take a look. They say rain early, but okay. they remain Well, the cloudy. park, just so you guys know, the park opens at 11, closes at 7. That's reg. I got some Worlds of Fun updates in the news. Okay. Kitty. A tradition, a KC tradition, unlike any other, my friend. Worlds of Fun, opening day tomorrow. Yeah, on Saturday, rain early, cloudy, the rest of the day, I'm 73. I'm going to bust out the booty shorts. Booty, 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 booty hey, rocking. We're going to Worlds of Fun, bro. Everywhere. I want them cheeks to be stuck to them seats. Rocking everywhere. Welcome <laughs> everyone. That's your other dealio on your KC Morning Show. Breaking out the booty. Ooh. Summer is here. Welcome back to New Normal, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Hartzell. It's Kitty. Kitty. You look much better. It sounds like you're feeling better. We missed you, Kansas City. Busy week, Kansas City. Wow, we have all been going through some things. The news today is going to be hot. That's a, that's a little teaser for you. Got some friends on the show today, Kitty. Yeah, I made one of them friends, didn't I? They Kitty Git yep. for the Casey Morning Show. I'm you, really, really good at promoting our show. I tell everyone about it. I'm like, oh, you think I'm cool? Cool. Awesome. Let me um, show you what I do. Shameless self-promoting. I, I am well. so shameless. And it's crazy because I don't even think of it as self-promotion. I'm just like, hey, you asked me about my life. I only do a couple of things. <laughs> Here are those things. Dog, school, vintage, and podcast. So it's only a couple of things. It's a couple times too, right? Four. Lisa Pena, she is the founder of Urban Hikes KC. They do exactly what it says. Urban Hikes all around Kansas City. And I met her. Amazing. While I was doing one of my four things. I love it when a plan comes together. Fate stepped in and Kitty stepped up. Chelsea, she's the founder of KC Black Owned. Their mission statement, Kitty, locate, support, repeat. She amplifies black-owned businesses in Kansas City. It's an excellent resource for those who are trying to, you know, shop black in KC. I got got. 
During the pandemic, I was trying to support black. Turns out it was a bot. You support whack. Support whack. Leave me alone. <laughs> to the best I could. I was well intended, kitty. I got a BLM mask from, I think, China. And that thing did not fit. It did not. It was so weird. It did not. It looked like a I, three-year-old sewed that. Well, I think we did. <laughs> I should have consulted Chelsea from KC Black Owned. She should have done. done that. Should have done it. Well, now we're going to talk to her. Use your resources, baby. KCBlackOwned.org. We'll be chatting with Kelsey here on this show. Benny Heisler. Sports Illustrated's Benny Heiss, also on the show. It's a lot going on, Kitty. I'm sorry. One of my friends just slid up on one of my Instagram stories. And I just got to say, on a more positive note, it has been super rainy out. Uh-huh. Um, Wait, what, is but if you, what is this walk? Exactly. It is a walk. <laughs> if you have a moment, you know, maybe speak to your inner child and think, what was something I enjoyed as a kid? For me, I liked during recess to separate from the other children and um i would build houses and things for little bugs what are we talking about my slugs there were a bunch of snails out today back on the slug thing there were a bunch of snails and slugs out today i just want to say keep your eyes peeled because how bad are you gonna feel when you squish one of them little sweet shells i was up at the crack of dawn pulling audio for this show it's big friday show and i get a call a phone call (laughs) As I'm pulling audio, getting ready to interview Benny Heiss. And Kitty is over here talking about these goddamn slugs. That there she were found so many of on them. On a walk. I'm just saying, save the snails. Think about them. There are other little life systems and things going on besides your own world. In that snail's world, he's the main character. <laughs> okay? And I saved three main characters today. Wow. You're yeah. hero. You are the hero of their story. Well, I'm the giant that grabbed them up off the sidewalk. They will sing songs about you. Maybe. Or terrors. I guess we should do the news. I don't even know what to do with oh, this Oh, yeah. Point. I got a freestyle. You want to do a news thing? Friday, May 21st. If you're not 21st, you're 20last. Ah, it's a Friday show. 21st is the 21st. Let's do the news. In other news, this city needs its news. News team, assemble. my left my name is Hart, so we're gonna take a news break we don't snooze break no it's a news break and now on fridays kitty does this thing she uh she styles she profiles she hits you with the headlines that were the week that was she throws it back at you in spoken word form we call it a freestyle a friday freestyle kitty are you ready are you ready oh hit me with it hit me in the face with it okay okay yeah you know what i'm saying (laughs) casey born and hoes gonna like it too kitty are you ready yep here we go a five six seven eight it's a friday freestyle on the casey morning show so let's make like hartzell did and roll with it In St. Lou, they looking like fools. Mark, fight the mob. McCloskey is running for Senate. And that's a joke, ain't it? Crypto crashed, so I guess that's bad. If you've got coins, maybe sell them fast. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Sports are back. From the Monarchs to the Royals to Sporting KC. There's so much sports for you to enjoy and see. So how sweet. So get out there, Casey. Live a little. Leave the mask if you're vaxxed. And get your ass near some turf and grass. (laughs) That one went by pretty fast. Find you some grass this weekend, Kansas City. Uh, light it up. Find your grass. Puff, puff, pass, Kansas City. 
great day. Good day, isn't it? Damn good day to be in Kansas City. And hot dog of a day. A hot dog of a day. Let's do this. COVID! With vaccines now readily available, staffers from a local hospital are working to bring them directly to the people where they work. Healthcare workers from Truman Medical Center have been canvassing local businesses looking for folks who haven't been able to go get their shots because of their hours. Yesterday, they brought vaccines to the Crown Plaza Hotel for power and light workers. They say they want to get these shots to where they are needed most right now. That's the workplace. Now I really do feel that those that are left that are still wanting the vaccine, it's just that they can't get off work in time. Science is solid. Get your shots, friends. Get your shot or your shot is going to come get you. (laughs) Sounds like, right? All right, Kitty, let's talk about this. This is probably the most significant police action in this city. The 30s, since we went to state control instead of local control like everybody else. So yeah, we're talking 1939, I believe, 38. Everything kicked off yesterday morning. At 11.30 this morning, Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas proposed ordinances he said would basically eliminate writing a blank check to police. What this is, is actually increasing accountability for the first time in 80 years. This year in the Missouri legislature, we saw bills about police residency. We saw bills about police budgets. We heard a bill about driving over protesters. What did we not have? More money for prevention, more money for intervention, more money for conflict resolution, more money for mental health services. And if Jefferson City won't help us on that, then we will do it ourselves. So I heard that, saw the tweets, heard that press conference. I'm like, oh, that's dope. We are on our way. Fast forward a few hours, Kitty. Um, we going to do this today. Mary Q and company, city council, they were ready to go. Q they, and co, huh? Q and co were ready <laughs> and they did the damn thing day of. This would shift over $42 million from the KCPD over to the hands of the city where they say they can have a little bit more accountability of where this money is going. But it's receiving massive pushback from council members north of the river. Let's have $47 million out of a $240 million budget where we just get to say, hey, maybe you'll talk to us about priorities on prevention. We're trying to ram something through that people haven't had a chance to see. This is not daylight. This is government in the dark. What that means is a reduction in police officers on this street. So that makes this city unsafe for our children and our families. So the next murder is on your heads. A heated debate at City Hall over a couple of surprise ordinances to reallocate $42 million from the police budget to a community services and prevention fund controlled by the city. A second ordinance would add $3 million towards a new recruiting class. Robinson. Shields. Aye. In a 9-4 vote, with all four Northland council members voting no, it passed. A supermajority of the council was able to say today that yes, that's what the people of Kansas City want. Kansas City Mayor Quint Lucas believes this will increase accountability of where the money is going and provide fiscal responsibility. We get a chance to actually talk to the Board of Police Commissioners and have a chance to have a real collaborative discussion other than them just sending us a request for a lot more money. Those who agreed with the mayor say the city can now have a little say in how the police department runs. I look at it as a way of us actually justifying a policy conversation and then fiscal responsibility from elected officials, not necessarily us versus them. Both Robinson and Ellington represent the city's third district, an area where crime is more prevalent. 
I think this will ultimately improve the standards and the relationship between law enforcement and the city because it would allow us to be more flexible in ensuring that the policy recommendations that we feel and that law enforcement feels is vital. Northland, they're not mad. They're just disappointed. But also, they they real big mad. In their opinion, they got ghosted. And as much as it sucks, we can admit it is the most efficient way to go. This is true. I am ghosting the Northland as well. Um, haven't really fully told them I'm leaving or gotten my things out yet, but I've stopped calling. Do not hit my line. Here is the response from KCPD. KCPD Chief Rick Smith says he didn't know anything about today's announcement. Issuing this statement just moments ago, he says, I am disheartened Mayor Lucas and the other sponsoring council members did not reach out to the police department prior to today's press conference to notify us of such a policy shift. As a member of the Board of Police Commissioners, the mayor meets monthly with other board members department members, and the public. At these meetings, we discuss performance and statistics from each bureau, including crime, budgets, policy, and other matters. The mayor and the other sponsoring council members have not previously mentioned this proposal, so our discussions about it are just beginning. It got heated. I mean, Mayor Q got fired up. One of the council members, I think I think it was Lore, you know, she said the blood's on your hands. The next death is on your hands. He clapped back at her. He's like, you know, I didn't know my dad. You know, one of the biggest role models of my life was a cop. It was fiery. Go check it out on YouTube. And now we do a thing. So let's go do a thing, Kansas City. Royals tickets, kitty. They're on sale. Full capacity. Boys in blue. Hey, hey, hey. I really want to hey. go. go. I haven't been to a Royals game in a, in a, in a hot minute. We can grab some today. Tickets go on sale for all remaining Kansas City Royals games this season at 10 o'clock this morning. As the K goes to full capacity beginning May 31st, you can get your tickets at Royals.com. Seats and parking tickets all remain digital purchases. The stadium, cashless too, so take your cards. Masks no longer required, but they are recommended for fans who have not been vaccinated yet. The team told us their in-stadium staff, ushers, and concession workers will still be masked whenever you arrive. It's been 10 years since those Joplin tornadoes. Oh my God. I don't like that. I don't like it when I can think of something being 10 years ago and I vividly remember it. I want to think of 10 years ago as a blurry little haze of my childhood. And it's not. One of the reasons why you look back is you hope that you've improved. You hope you've made changes. I'm sure they remember it like it was yesterday, you know. When the Doppler radar in Pleasant Hill detects severe weather, meteorologists with the National Weather Service send out warnings. That thing is producing a couple hundred different radar images every five minutes. A report from the 2011 Joplin tornado showed while the agency accurately predicted a tornado, its warnings weren't very actionable or easy for the public to use. So the Weather Service now uses an impact-based warning system to predict tornadoes, flash floods, and severe thunderstorms. In these examples from the National Weather Service, you see the new system categorizes each warning with words like considerable or catastrophic. Plus, the warnings now highlight the potential impact with direct sentences like you are in a life-threatening situation flying debris may be deadly to those caught without shelter gary lezak and other meteorologists use this information to convey the threat to you you have a very dangerous cell we want to be able to communicate to, to gary and his team to pull out all the stops that this is not just a hey take caution this could be something this is dangerous world's a fun kitty opening day tomorrow we talk about it on the show because we're excited to go no but for real i'm i'm stoked i'm stoked stoked if you don't have tickets or your passes or anything what are you waiting for the amusement park said that face coverings are now optional for fully vaccinated guests so all kinds of changes that you'll be seeing 
headed towards the fun tomorrow. Chris, take us through what folks will notice differently about the Timberwolf this year. All right, Timberwolf. We get it. You know, you've rid it in the 90s, right. and you're like, yeah, I still have a headache. It's but not smooth. It is now smooth. <laughs> it's I, a wooden coaster. I guarantee you, as a wooden roller coaster can get, it is now smooth. We have 95% new track. A lot of work and investment has gone into this ride to preserve it because it is such a classic and it's such a good ride. You can ride Timberwolf this Saturday when Worlds of Fun opens. Oceans of Fun will open a week from this Saturday. Just as far as some of the COVID-19 protocols in place, masks are not required outdoors, but they are required indoors here. There will be health screening, just a few questions at the gate. Reservations not required at Worlds of Fun, but they are at Oceans of Fun. Now, also, you got to know that all of these policies are currently under review. They could change even before Saturday. So make sure you check the World's a Fun website. I actually can't wait to ride the Timberwolf. That's one of those rides that everyone always bitches about. And personally, I like its roughness, its jaggedy woodness. You know, I thought it was great. It's like Nickelback. It's like hating Nickelback. You're only hating it because everyone else does. But to be honest, the Timberwolf wasn't that bad. And you know. And you know it wasn't. So I am excited that they've improved it. So now maybe people can shut the up. But is it going to be like Nickelback making an album in 2021? You know, I don't know. How much different is it? Find out tomorrow. Guess we'll find out how smooth that ride is. The Monarchs are back. Kitty, it has been a phenomenal week at the ballpark. Getting a chance to be a host and be a part of this history. Goosebumps. Every time I walk through there, we had Warren Moon and Christian Okoye and Neil Smith and Bob Kendricks. And just it was stars everywhere. The return of the KC Monarchs. And it wouldn't be possible without the museum, without Kansas City, but also wouldn't be possible without these families who are taking in some of the players. As we're talking about a reign reborn, you got the legacy of the museum, the spirit of the Negro Leagues, but these teams are playing. You know, they're playing actual baseball right now. And these families are instrumental to all of that. You'd never know a Kansas City monarch is living in this KCK house. I have a record. On the inside, there are mementos from the players, formerly T-Bones, who have stayed with Cheryl Reitmeyer over the past nine years. Requirements are to have a room, a safe, soft place for them to fall at the end of the day when they play a game. This year, Monarchs pitcher Akeem Bostic and his fiance have that soft place to land during the season. The last thing you want to be stressing about is, you know, a lease. Bostic's career in baseball has taken him from South Carolina to short-term stops in Texas, North Carolina, Iowa, New York, California, and now Kansas City, with more likely to come. At any moment, being a player here in this league, like our contract can get purchased by, you know, an MLB team, a team in Japan, or a team in Korea. And wherever Bostic goes next, he'll always have a landing spot in KC. They all become our sons, and, and we usually stay connected on Facebook and continue the relationship. It doesn't just end with they're here for a short time and they're gone. Kitty, my dream of going to North Korea is finally been squashed. I didn't know you had a dream of going to North Korea. Which one's the bad one? I hear it's lovely this time of the year. Is it though? I w- how would I know? How that- would you know? And now I'm banned for life. Kim Jong-un has banned skinny jeans and mullets in North Korea. So neither of us can go. Because technically I have bangs and long hair. So it's kind of like a mullet. I guess we're screwed. I never thought about that. Yeah. Bangs really are just the front front facing mullet. They literally told me. They were like, ah, it's kind of like you got a, oh no. Front facing mullet. I'm growing them out. My mind is just actually kind of blown right now. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Party in the front and the back. Yeah. 
I want a mullet now. I want a true mullet. I really do. But I don't think that you would still like love me the same if I actually got a mullet. Because mullets are so hot right now. But also, people have been making fun of mullets hard. So I get why he would ban them. Kind of how your girlfriend doesn't care that you're borrowing her pants. Called skinny jeans. Kind of in right now. They're kind of not. You're listening to the KC Morning Show. Hey, it's Hartzell. Got some exciting announcements from our friends at Worlds of Fun. They've got some news. Worlds of Fun is now accepting applications for all positions. Yo, that's every single one. I need to apply. Ride operators, lifeguards, landscapers, sales associates, cooks, bartenders. Do they need a radio DJ? All positions come with competitive pay, paid training, and best of all, y'all, free admissions to Worlds of Fun and the Oceans of Fun. Let's go. Leadership positions are available. And now, now listen, working at Worlds of Fun, it means you receive worlds of friends. Worlds of flexibility, worlds of experience. My friends, ladies and gentlemen, that's worlds of opportunity. Apply today, worldsoffun.jobs or text FUN, F-U-N, to 97211. Let's go. Hello, my name is Vanessa. Hello, my name is Lily. Hi, my name is Dana. And this is your KC Morning Show. The KC Morning Show. Hey Hartzell and Kitty, thanks for having me on. This is Amelia Howard, your local Roo guru and vice president of Casey Infertility. I just wanted to share with you guys and with the Casey Morning Show listeners some upcoming events that Casey Infertility is hosting and we're really excited about. So this Saturday, May 22nd, we're hosting our second of our webinar series. This one will be focusing on IVF and it will be presented by Blue Sky Fertility and Dr. Riggs. So if any of you have been thinking about IVF or thinking about wanting to learn more about this uh, type of treatment, please consider registering. It's only $5. You can register at caseyandfertility.org and the program will be on Zoom again this Saturday at 10 a.m. We also have something super exciting coming out on Saturday, the 22nd, in addition to our great webinar. It is our Casey Infertility grant applications. So each year we grant out around $10,000 to those who are struggling to build their family to use for any infertility treatment or adoption costs. So our grant application goes live this Saturday, May 22nd on our website, caseyandfertility.org. So if you or somebody you know might be interested in applying, it's not going to hurt to apply. Just go ahead and apply. Um, We review the applications later in the summer, and then we will let our recipients know in late August, early September. So please consider applying. We are really excited to hopefully help make a difference in your infertility journey. Last but not least, everybody likes to shop. Well, I mean, I do. A lot of people like to shop. Next week, May 26th and 27th, Kendra Scott is having an awesome event with Casey Infertility. We will have a shopping code that you can find on our website and on our Facebook pages that on May 26th and 27th, if you use the code both online and in store on the Plaza store, you can give 20% to Kansas City Infertility. So you use the code and then 20% of your purchase from Kendra Scott on May 26th and 27th goes directly to Casey Infertility. I'm so excited. You get to shop, look good, and help a good cause at the same time. And all of that money that we are raising those two days will go directly to our grant application. So really excited. Thank you guys for letting me share this awesome information on our upcoming events. Again, we're having our second web series this Saturday, May 22nd about IVF with Dr. Riggs from Blue Sky Fertility. Registration is available at caseyandfertility.org. It's only 
members. Also, anybody who registers will be put into a drawing for a $1,000 grant. So that's another incentive. And we have sweet door prizes. And you get to learn about IVF. And ask Dr. Riggs all the questions you want for just $5. Feel free to always reach out. My email is ahoward at kcinfertility.org. Thank you. Going straight to one place, right to Kansas City. The KC Morning Show. Chelsea, she is the founder of the Casey Black Owns Group. I am so excited to have you on the show, my friend, because I'm on social media like, you know, every other millennial. And I'm just, you know, <laughs> I'm seeing this group. And in fact, a lot of us over the last calendar year, maybe the first time I've consciously realized it. And you know oh, what? Yeah. This is part of that whole making a moment, a movement. Chelsea, you are adding your voice to this movement. Welcome to the Casey Morning Show. Tell me how this got started, because I am so in. Yes. Well, hello, everyone. So I am Chelsea. Casey Black Owned got started last July in my comfortable bed. Um, my husband and I, we were looking for a place to eat and being a newlywed, those of you out there, it's already difficult when you're trying to figure out dinner or anything to eat throughout the day. So I was like, I'm hungry. Let's go somewhere that's black owned. We go to our resource. That resource, unfortunately, let us down. The places that you know, kind of prompted us and said like, oh, this is black owned. Wasn't really black owned. Other places were closed. Other places said, oh yeah, three hours away, one hour away, 45 minutes away. And so, you know, it it was not the best approach uh, for someone like me who's type A. So I told my husband, I said, you know what? I'm just going to start my own page. It'll be for millennials. And that way we can have something that's fun, fast and easy. So my husband was like, well, you're going to start like right now. Like it's time to go to bed. I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? So I'm in bed. I start the page and you know, that was almost a year ago. And so 10 months forward now, oh my God, full fledged, like five year business plan is out the window because every time I plan something, it happens within a conversation, etc. So Casey Black owned is the place to be friends. See, and that's why I know we're going to be friends because I'm the same way. Like when you got something, you got to run with it while it's hot. And you know, your mission statement, it is locate, support, repeat. repeat. I love that. Yes. I love that. Especially that repeat part. You don't have a entrepreneurial or business background. You're in education. Why are you so right. passionate about this right now? Like, why is this your thing? First off, let me just say to all the teachers out there, we help students and everyone go to these other um, levels of interest and careers. So I feel like we teachers have all the transferable skills, right? So, um, you know, this is actually a lifestyle for me. It's a lifestyle change. And I, just to be able to see all the different types of people connecting to the mission and the goals is kind of like mind blowing, especially where we were last year as a nation and where we still are today. Um, if you, if we want to be frank, but I think that it's just important that, you know, the underserved and people who aren't necessarily looked at all the time, get that, um, adoration at this time. So one reel that I make, cause I love videos. Okay. Um, it says we're going from overlooked to overbooked, right? Like Ooh, we that. are just moving, grooving and you got to get on or you got to get off. And the reception has been what I, I mean, just based off of what I can tell as a user, um, yeah. it's been overwhelming, but what do you, but from the actual back end of things, how's everything, how's everything gone? Oh, well, now you definitely have your naysayers, but otherwise, if you just stay and focus on the goal, it's amazing. I am working on a dissertation right now. So like when I say I'm deeply invested in education, like I'm deeply invested, like terminal degree. 
otherwise though um you know just kind of like on the back end people are really just how can i help how can i support how can i connect and so you know i have an event that's coming up i can't wait to announce it so that's why you got to be sure you're following the page everyone i have an event that's coming up and people are like well how can i do this how can i do that oh no i missed your email is there any way i can connect now and so it's like you got to catch it when i when i get you because i'm working you know really quickly things are happening really fast and so i'm very grateful for the support i am a one woman show so i am your content creator your uh, videographer you know i'm pr everything so on the back end it's very busy like the dms are popping the emails are popping (laughs) i think of this as only positive but you say we've got naysayers break that down for us yeah you want all the tea this morning yeah so you know Um, naysayers, meaning like people that are, um, not threatening in any way by any means, but that are definitely like, well, it's not fair that you're only highlighting black owned businesses. Why aren't you highlighting all businesses? And so my emphasis is only black owned because that's just what it is. And I'm kind of a type of girl. I say what I mean and I mean what I say. And so, um, you know, I just don't respond. I try to focus on the positivity, but there are definitely some people that have, um, some people slash entities that have kind of, you know, made it known about what they're not going to do and what they and how they feel really um, behind their phone or however they are utilizing um, Instagram. But yeah, so I just kind of block and keep going. I am so happy that we have this resource here. Do you think mm-hmm. that is this going to be sustainable for not just this moment we're in, but for the future? How do we keep this a lasting effort? Yes. So it goes back to the mission, locate, support, repeat. And so it literally means what it says. We locate, we find, um, and then we support them, whether that's financially, with advertising, with support, with the startup, and then we repeat that process with someone else. And so what I like to say on the Instagram page is whenever someone comes into the directory, you're in the KCBO family. Like we are a family, whether you are white, black, purple, orange, blue, and we all just work together for the greater good. Um, and so the way to continue to kind of align with that is to definitely follow us. Um, this, like you, uh, the question you asked me, yes, it is definitely time now. Um, And I feel like it's going to blow up. Like I said, my five-year plan keeps happening within like a conversation or an email. And so I just want everyone to be there and be square and be front row and center as it continues to grow. And so I, yes, I am kind of the face of Casey Black-owned, but it's really like the Black-owned businesses that I feel like I'm representing when I go in these different business meetings or I'm in these conferences or I'm on these uh, virtual calls. And so the way that it continues to grow is by everyone kind of aligning with that mission. And so naysayers, please don't come. But, you know, (laughs) we want the naysayers' minds to be transformed, right? So um, definitely connecting to the page, um, telling someone about it, about the website, about how to get into the directory. Because, um, you know, right now we're on the KC Streetcar, woo, city market. (laughs) And so um, definitely, like, go take a picture there. Like, continue to let people know. Like, Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. This is where we are. This is where we're going. Um, And so we're just going to continue to move. And I think definitely with the event that I have coming up next month, people are going to be like, oh, okay, I need to tap in. Like you said, if you want to get into the directory, if folks want to get more involved, yeah, tell us where to go. Give us all that contact info. So definitely if you want to go, if you want to be listed into the directory, our website is kcblackowned.org. Really simple. Our social is kcblackowned. 
Um, and then if you would like to send me an email, caseyblackown at gmail. We definitely have opportunities for volunteers, for definitely donations and sponsorships. All of that information is on the website under shop. And then if you have questions about it, feel free to send me an email during my um, time of KCBO life. I will definitely reach back out to you. My turnaround time is very uh, quick and I'm definitely willing to, and approachable, you know, for sure. Cause some people, you know, are not approachable, but I'm definitely willing to work with you, whatever you want to do. I'll try to see if that aligns with what we do and then we can just make it happen. So you said you're doing education, right? You're, uh, you're working on your dissertation. Oh yeah. What is your thesis? I'm curious. Cause you are fascinating. Yes. You are a fascinating human. I want you to know that. The Thank best you. <laughs> you wear all the hats and I want to know about you a little bit more. So what do you what do you thank you what is your goal in life out of education what do you want to do yeah i definitely want to teach teachers how to teach um uh one thing that i definitely know is that um my strength is with reading so definitely helping students learn how to read and fall back in love with reading um i mostly serve title one students that's kind of my mo and where I definitely love to place myself in those underserved communities because the love of reading is just out of the window. And so helping them to know, despite your situation, um, reading can still take you different places and let your mind kind of leave where you are and experience a new place. And so the, the PhD is in curriculum and instruction. Um, my thesis title is teaching teachers how to teach, how literacy and literacy coaching impacts teacher retention. And so that's kind of where we are in I know I just said a lot of education jargon words, but you know you are a, you are the best of us, my friend. That is just wow. Thank I'm you. I'm getting goosebumps for you. I'm getting goosebumps for our city. <laughs> I, I tell my homies all the time, like you know, it's our turn to get in the game. And you, Chelsea, yeah. you've been in the game, girl. You've been in it, and you were scoring all these points. <laughs> One more time, Chelsea. Where can people go to help out the cause? Where can we go? KCBlackOwned.org. Lisa Pena, she is the founder of Urban Hikes Kansas City. She gets her steps in the streets. Lisa, I am on your feed right now. I love what you're doing. You're in the West Bottoms. You're you're in the urban areas, and I think this is just so awesome. Lisa, welcome to your KC Morning Show. Tell us everything. Thank you so much. It's so good to be here, and you're exactly right. I'm definitely getting my steps in. What I do is I lead urban hikes in Kansas City. Where did this start? Where did this come from? Because as someone who is a nerd for Kansas City, who puts on for his city, I like to think I do. I tell people all the time, we have some beautiful sites, some awesome trails just in our own backyard in Kansas City. You know this. You've now put this to a business plan. How do we get here? Thank you so much. And it is completely true. There's so many things in Kansas City that we have that are almost like hidden gems. And the, the way that I got here really was I heard the idea on a podcast called Side Hustle Nation and actually somebody in San Francisco was leading urban hikes. Her name is Alex Kinnon and she has a business called Urban Hiker San Francisco. I heard that podcast about three years ago and it just sparked this excitement inside me when I heard it because as you mentioned we have so many things in our backyard that not all of us know about or we might not really pay much attention to but they're really cool places to go after hearing her on the podcast I decided to talk to her and just to see if she had plans to expand to Kansas City Um, and if not I wanted to start my own business here in Kansas City with that same idea taking people on these urban hikes 
And she was all for it. She has been really, um, just really positive and supportive throughout. And she told me to go for it. So it, I did. And at the beginning, um, I had to really think things through. So I practiced a lot of routes. I love to run and I would run with my sister and a friend around Kansas City, um, going into zigzagging through neighborhoods, um, going up and down hidden stairwells, going through alleys, just to see if it was a pl- if these are places that I wanted to take groups to. And that's how I created the routes that I have. And, you know, you mentioned the West Bottoms, um, Crossroads. These are all places that I have urban hike routes in Kansas City. Back up for me even just a little bit more, because for you to be this passionate, something had to have, have lit a spark under you. It's one thing to, to see a cool idea, but you reached out to the original creator and now you made a business around it with the blessing of that creator. I mean, that's more than just a casual, I like to go see some sites in a city. There's something more to this, I feel. You're so right. I love hiking um, and hiking really has been, you know, it hasn't been a big deal in Kansas City except for on, you know, we have our, we have nature trails like Lion Creek Trail. We have a lot of really good nature trails. But when I think of hiking, I think of hiking up mountains. And I feel, I felt like, wow, we have the perfect hills in the urban parts of Kansas City so that we can hike up them. And not that we're hiking up hills the entire time. Um, but I felt like my love for hiking and my love for city made this, um, it was like the, the perfect idea to do here. Um, also, in the past, I was a Peace Corps volunteer before, and it helped me to realize that I can try a situation and work hard at it and, and make it happen. And I feel like having that background helped me to be more adventurous in, um, you know, actually following through with this idea. How has it been, uh, you know, from our city, from the hikers, your groups? How has the response been? Response has really grown, actually, during the pandemic. It was hard to go from urban hikes, Kansas City, not existing to existing and for people to know about it. Um, But during the pandemic, a year later, after our stay-at-home order, um, Kansas Cityans are really looking for things to do to get out. And I feel like that is still the same, that we are looking for things to do that are a little bit different, different than going to the same place that we always go if we want to go out with friends or um, something different if we have family in town. And because of that, um, I started to have a really good response last year, about mid-summer. And my hikes have been growing. I've expanded my routes. I started with one route, which was in the crossroads in the west side and Quality Hill and the Library Garment District. And then I've expanded to having a route in downtown KCK and Strawberry Hill. I also have a route that is in the West Bottoms with the fitness route that I'll talk a little bit more about later. I have a route that is on the plaza that uh, one of my guides and I developed last year. And we talk a lot about segregation and the history of the plaza Um, In addition to seeing really cool details that we often walk by as Kansas Cityans, I have other routes that I've expanded to. So just looking back over the two years, my biggest growth in my business has been since last summer to this summer. And I'm super grateful. I mean, I have many Kansas Cityans coming out and then I'm starting to get more travelers as travel is picking up as well. Um, but I, it's interesting because I thought that my main audience would be travelers, but I'm finding that what I offer is so good for Kansas Cityans because, as you mentioned before, we have things right in our backyard that we often don't pay attention to. Um, additionally, we don't walk that much in Kansas City in the urban areas unless we live there. Um, often we drive to downtown, like, 
in Kansas City in general, it's like our, our tradition, I feel, to drive everywhere. So to actually take time, a three-hour chunk, and walk around and really see things is really different, I feel, for our Kansas City culture, and it's been going really well. You've got an event coming up in the West Bottoms. You know, as mayor of the West Bottoms, I feel like I need to at least take a few steps with you. Tell us about what you got going on. On Monday, May 24th, we have a fitness hike. We're calling it the Get Fit Interval Urban Hike, and it is in the West Bottoms. We start out outside of Hyvie Arena, which is so beautiful, definitely a place to go, and we will do different exercises in different spots. So one example is that we start out at the bull sculpture. It's at Hy-Vee Arena and we will do wall sits. We'll do um, like kind of like push-ups on that wall. Um, we'll do our warm-up there. Then we walk at a fast pace. This one actually will go at a fast pace to different areas and we'll do squats, frog jumps. We're using the new trail that was just recently built in the West Bottoms that um, is a cement trail and we'll do frog jumps there. So it's really a mixture of walking and doing these specific interval exercises and then walking again. It's a two-hour experience and we end walking along the Kaw River with a view of the Rock Island Bridge, the perfect way to cool down. I am such a fan. How can people go get signed up, details, book a hike? I I, I want to join y'all. Uh, I, this is excellent. Thank you. I, I hope you do. You can book the hike at my website, urbanhikeskc.com. And the hike on Monday is $15 a person. And then my regular hikes that are three hours long are usually $32. Um, I have a yoga hike coming up that's $45 as well. But I have different prices depending on the length of the hike. But it's usually between 15 for a shorter hike, like the fitness hike, up to 45 And you can book that at Urban Hikes KC. Com. And then also if somebody wants to see pictures of my hikes, I have my Instagram feed and my Instagram is UrbanHikesKC. We're going to discover Kansas City together. We're going to do it with awesome folks. And you know what? We're going to get these steps in as we do it. Going to get fit as we do it. This is awesome. incredible. Lisa Pena, the founder of Urban Hikes Kansas City. Again, one more time, where can we go to get that information to book an exploration, if you will? Where do we go? Yes, you can go to urbanhikeskc.com. That's urbanhikeskc.com. Let's go find KC. Let's go find ourselves in KC. Yes, I can't wait for you guys to come out on one of my urban hikes. Finally, The Rock has come back to Kansas City. They love The Rock in KC. The KC Morning Show. Sports! Let's do a sports thing! Sports Illustrated's very own Benny Heiss. You said it perfect, my friend. Off air. Let's just blow into the sports wind, shoot the sports sh- and see what uh, see what we pick up. Let's do it, man. I, I've been thinking a lot just sort of over the course of the week. Like, all right, first of all, like, I'm, I'm just checking in. I know that you probably addressed this already throughout the week, but you're, you're good, right? We both have experienced pretty embarrassing whips. <laughs> At uh, at one sporting park, or you you took the brunt of it, man. But I, a few years ago, during the Sporting Kansas City media game, I had a wide open goal. Ellen McNamara, formerly of KCTV, delivered the perfect cross, and she's like a college soccer player. There's a gift somewhere on Twitter. I hope nobody finds it, but uh, you know, I, I can laugh at it now. It's uh, somewhere out there, and she delivers this perfect cross. I'm right by the goal. There's nobody in front of me. I like bounce it to myself off my knee and just completely whiff, completely whiff. And then uh, somebody else ended up scoring the goal instead. So, you know, team game, 
happy we got the goal, but my goodness, man, we've, we've suffered some embarrassing times over at Sporting Park. We find a way, don't we, Benny Heist? Yes, we, we, we do. We find a way. All eyes are on us, and so that's a lot of weight, a lot of pressure. Sometimes it holds us down. Sometimes it pushes us off stages. Sometimes it pushes us to the ground. We swing and miss. It happens to the best of us, though, Benny. I think you're right, and uh, if anything, we give the people something to remember, right? This like, we're, we're something that you're going to take home with them. Even if Sporting didn't win, we actually won in your hearts knowing that you have a memory that you can never take back speaking of sports memories benny this nba playing tournament is so exciting i had a little tweet that went a little viral saying that we need to bring basketball back to kansas city we've been saying this forever i feel like it gains a little bit of momentum benny and i know you're on that team can we all agree that this is the next step it has to be right and and thank thank goodness that we got somebody like mayor lucas that's fully on board actively campaigning you know i think his his tweet went a little bit viral too uh after the the news came out that the Sacramento Kings had missed the playoffs for 15 consecutive seasons. Like at some point, you know, you, you gotta get, you gotta get rid of that bad juju and, and maybe this is the way to do it. But you're right, man. Like it's what the people are craving. It's what the people want. The NBA has talked about open expansion. I think the problem is that they're most likely going to Seattle and Las Vegas um, to get some of those bigger markets. And obviously the Vegas connection as more people continue to sort of look to there as, as more of that entertainment element uh, with their getting two teams in the last 10 years and then seattle like listen man like as much as i would love to see basketball nba basketball come back to kansas city which it absolutely deserves to be here uh, it's it's difficult to argue that a city like seattle who had a team a longtime team and then just had it ripped away from them oh I don't um, with that it. type of market i don't want to hear it benny i am so sick of that twitter argument how dare you kansas city think you could compare to the greatness that is seattle. i'm not comparing it i'm, I'm not comparing it. it you know what benny what have you done for me lately seattle a bunch of nothing you know what kansas city's been kansas city's been great it's our turn all right all right, you you sold me. Uh, screw <laughs> Seattle. Screw everything about them. They already got the Seahawks. They already got an NHL team. They got the Kraken. That's soon on the way. They got a terrible baseball team. I, I don't know, man. I, I just kind of look at the situation that we're in. Like, we got a pretty good situation here, and I want to see it happen, but like, I want to, like, instead of Vegas, I'd rather have, like, Vegas just focus on more ways to entertain me. Uh, as opposed to getting an NBA team. So how about Kansas City and Seattle? If you're looking to expand, let's get those two markets and, and take Vegas out of it. Is that fair? That's totally fine. In fact, you know what? I feel like whenever they bring a team in, they're going to have to bring two anyway. I'm just saying, instead of it being a Kansas City or Seattle, why don't we say yes, Kansas City and Seattle? Let's make it a package deal if we have to. I also want to get your perspective on this, because this was this is a big topic all throughout the week. And uh, as somebody who, who comes from the Chicago area, uh, I'm curious to, to sort of get your perspective on this, too. So, uh, do you know the name Tony LaRusso? Does that name sound familiar at all? Oh, as a, a longtime critic of the St. Losers, Benny, I'm familiar with one Tony LaRusso. Okay, all right. So, we're going to, I think we're going to see eye to eye on this quite <laughs> Tony LaRusso, for anybody that, that might just be getting back into this, is the current manager at the age of 76 years old of the Chicago White Sox. Now, you might not root for the Chicago White Sox, but I, I think a lot of us would contend that they're a fun, young, exciting team. They're the best team currently in all of baseball. And, and they're about like changing how we view the game. They have young, dynamic players. They celebrate after home runs. They, it, to me, I, I don't look at that as bad sportsmanship. I, I look at people that are purely excited to play baseball and then react to it as a result of it. But Tony La Russa doesn't see it that way. And when he was hired, 
despite not being in the league managing for the last 10 years, has come to Chicago, inherited a really good team, and only got the job because the owner of the team was like, yeah, that's my friend, and uh, you know, he's a Hall of Famer baseball person. Mind you, he was coming off of his second DUI um, after this. So he, he didn't deserve this opportunity. He has cost the team multiple wins because he doesn't know the rules, but a situation came up this week where a rookie on his team, your mean Mercedes, uh, the White Sox were up by 11 runs against Minnesota. They had a position player that I could catch her throwing in the eighth inning, right? They had given up on the game. They wanted to save their bullpen. It's 3-0. and Now, the unwritten rules of baseball, Hartzell, would tell you that, well, you know, to practice good sportsmanship, if you're up 11 and a position player is throwing, if it's 3-0 and in the count, you shouldn't swing. You should take that pitch. And you know what you mean Mercedes did as a 28-year-old rookie who's enjoying his opportunity in the big leagues and knows that every stat counts when he's trying to make money a little bit later on? He swung, and he had a 48-mile-per-hour Ethos pitch about 400 <laughs> feet, and he pimped that home run, and he was excited about it. And there was Tony at the end of the game saying, he made a big mistake, and now there's going to be consequences for it. That type of play doesn't and shouldn't exist in major league baseball and i gotta tell you man he has turned this into a pretty bad situation where nobody is talking about them being the best team in the baseball they're only talking about their old crotchety manager trying to get off his lawn by saying this is how i respect the game and you need to respect the game the same way like why are we still at this point art so why can't we let players have fun that's what it should be about it shouldn't be about respecting the sanctimony of some sport you want to grow the game let the players have fun old man baseball strikes again benny heist and you're so right like think about this on a team that is actually kind of doing it right trying to grow the game even still they find a way to 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 shoot themselves in the foot this is the problem with baseball man i have a, I, I you know and i hope i'm wrong on this but in 10 15 years i feel like mlb is going to go the route of nhl you you know it's going to be a big regional thing but the days of the national pastime i mean it's really hard to see how they can make that claim when there's no one new growing the game there's no new audience on the game yeah i don't know if it'll ever get to, to the nhl level just because it's so canadian influenced and you're right like from a local perspective it still does well um but it's, it's been tough and, and the other thing too is that you know maybe it's just how it's been marketed over the last few years like espn had nothing to do with the nhl for the past like 12 15 years they just got it back and then also signed on with turner sports so like you're gonna get the nhl on tnt you're gonna get nhl on espn no, but, like, Benny, but in 20 you know in 15 20 years if i'm a big tv network am i really gonna be trying to get the mlb if i know i'm not gonna get you know the gen zers will eventually be running this thing god help us all they're not gonna watch baseball if tony la russa is going to be in charge of how you know my entertainment experience is is going so that that is a very compelling argument that you make and, and the point that i'll sort of give to that is i i think you can look at the future of baseball and say all right there's a couple things that are going to help it especially grow within a younger audience um the first is that like Baseball is getting younger. The people and the players getting in the league are younger. They're more about what you and I believe in as opposed to what the older generations believe in. At some point, enough players will play that game that way and you root out sort of the older... It's like voters, right? You know, at some point, the, the, the wave turns and generations move on and you're going to start to see that baseball. The other thing is, betting could help save this sport. Like, live betting. Baseball is set up Perfectly. And I, I talked to, to Jeff Passon about this a while ago. Um, 
baseball is set up Hartzell where like if you're just watching the game and you think all right i think he's gonna strike this guy out oh what are my odds i get i get three to one odds that he's gonna strike him out okay like i'm gonna put in 10 bucks and like the the wager attainment of what you're watching is so different now than just from even a few years ago that once more states starts to legalize sports betting and once you're able to bet on your phone about all these different individual incomes you have a whole nother game within the game that i think is really going to appeal to younger generation so like there's promise it's just about getting that old stench and again like there's plenty of great old i don't want to turn this into anybody who's you know a, a casey morning show listener that might be uh, of an older generation. I, I'm not here to disparage you. Uh, and I'm not here to say that sportsmanship doesn't exist. Like, there's plenty of ways to still be a good sport within a professional game. But man, like, you have to understand the context. And you have to understand, like, how hard these players work to get here. And that they don't want to waste an opportunity that will help them stay in this game longer. Man, like, sports is fleeting. You know, it can be taken from you in an instance. You might as well enjoy the hell out of it. And when you're enjoying it, more likely the fans are going to enjoy it, too. So to me, I, I think baseball could still get there. And Theo Epstein, who used to be the president of the Cubs, took the Cubs to a World Series, was formerly the, the 28-year-old president of the Red Sox, helped them break the curse. He's now in charge in the Major League office of fixing baseball to try and make it more appealing to young people. Like That's his new position. He wants to make sure that the game doesn't go the route of, of the NHL or doesn't go extinct. He wants to preserve it and make sure that it evolves and grows over time. So I, I think there are positive signs, Hartzell, but they, they need to be careful with it for sure. They can't just expect it that just because it's the national pastime that it's still going to stick around and be as popular as it once was. That's certainly not the case. Benny Heisler, Sports Illustrated's Benny Heist, giving us that sports insight, but also the sports solution. That all leads to sports entertainment, Benny Heist. That's what you are. You're a sports entertainer. That's what I try to be, man. Every day, there's always something that uh, we got to start thinking about and think, okay, like how, how do we make this a little bit more fun? How do we make this a little bit more enjoyable? So I'm glad that I can provide that. I'm glad I have this outlet a couple times a week to be able to make that happen. For a good time, call Benny Heist, ladies and gentlemen. You got to be careful with that. <laughs> That was really a productive segment, wasn't it? The KC Morning Show. Kitty! Kitty! What is that KC Morning Buzz? Big show today. I love it. I love it when we hang out with friends. KC Morning House. Yeah. We've had a lot going on this week. A lot going on this weekend. I just feel like... It's busy season, baby. It is the busy season. Yeah, it is. I know it's supposed to be like summer, yay, school's out. But like it's uh, works in, dog. Works in. The grind is in and it never lets up. You are going to the baseball game on Saturday. I, I know, but it's like, a, goes to again, the I am having this crazy flashback of adolescence lately. Like today I was outside with the snails and the rain and it was just marvelous. And tomorrow we're going to World of Fun all day and then going to a baseball game. I literally feel like a kid. The only difference is that I'm not playing in the baseball game that night. So it's better actually. I guess it is better. Growing up, you the grown up. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. And, you know, drinks are on the house. That ain't bad. That is not bad, my dude. The um, sippy cup, a little bit stronger and you know, in adulthood, but we still sipping it nonetheless. That Capri Sun still gonna kick. Straws, kitty. It's like an extension of a sippy cup. 
same technology. Oh, when I babysit or nanny, I definitely use a sippy cup with the kids. But also think about it. Your tumblers that you carry, I mean, it's literally a sippy cup without the little lip dip. Oh, we got to stop. I'm too high for this conversation right now. <laughs> That's all we got. A good day to be a Kansas City. Kansas City, grab that sippy cup. Salute. Cheers. We'll see you in the mouth. Watch out for them snails on the sidewalk, though. Snails' lives matter. Snails' lives matter. I'm getting in trouble for that one. You're listening to the KC Morning Show.